along to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, alongside Joe, and alongside Dan. Hello! What up, Boos? Hello! Indeed, acknowledge me, Joe, acknowledge me. How are we all? Living the dream, mate. Living the dream. How is our favourite minion today? Yes, not not bad, not bad at all. Is that because I'm wearing a yellow t-shirt? Yes. It's a a Stranger Things t-shirt, actually. Hey, what? We like Stranger Things. There's me, WrestleMania t-shirt, repping the brand, repping what the wrestling community. What does it say? Community. WrestleMania it's wrestle- what? It's the latest WrestleMania t-shirt. Oh, from this. He didn't even go. I wasn't I there. I wasn't there. <laughs> I was there in spirit. Weren't we all? Didn't watch it live, though, did you, Dad? No, but I've, I watched a lot of them live, and I, I might be watching uh, back- Backrash in Puerto Rico live, because it's on a Saturday, and it's a bank holiday weekend, thanks to uh, King Charles getting there. Uh, Let's get married, getting crowned. Can I just ask coronation? Because, you know, I did a Taryn and didn't listen to previous episodes of the podcast. Can I just quickly get your views on WrestleMania and what your scores were? Oh, good Lord, the scores. I I can tell you what the... I think first night we said, like, C, and then second night we all said, like, D, D minus. C? You gave WrestleMania Night 1 a C? Oh, no, we, no, we, said, we, we definitely said gave B's. Night one, and oh, a B. Yeah. I think we said overall, like, a C- minus for WrestleMania. Fairs. Um, predictions-wise, yeah. I think it was all pretty close, though. I think we're all quite close. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I wanted. I wanted the scores to see what you actually gave the <laughs> yeah, event. Yeah, two, I was like, you're yeah. going to give it an A or something like that, Dan. I was I was positive <laughs> no Night one, 1 would have been an A. So I don't think anybody what, what gave What we're saying is Revolution was a better score than WrestleMania. Hey, it's it's all about all in now. We're gonna have Goldberg versus CM Punk in the main event. Eighty, <laughs> ninety thousand people there, mate. Take my money. The, what is it? Five hundred pounds front row. Take my money. Get us there. Job done. Yeah. So you you found that, didn't you? Because somebody emailed was what was it? Live Nation, I think. Yeah. And they somebody said, oh, what the ticket's gonna be? And they said, oh, starting at thirty pounds, going up to five hundred pounds. So five hundred pounds is obviously your front row. I mean, that's a lot different to. Two thousand, three thousand pound from WWE, isn't it? So, you know, I think, I think that if they, if that's correct, they're they're selling pricing out 90, themselves. They're selling out ninety thousand, aren't they? If that is correct, that price. Do you reckon ninety thousand? I reckon, I only, I reckon it'll still only be forty five, fifty thousand. But you won't, you won't know if you don't know that it holds ninety thousand Wembley because of the way that they'll top it off at the top and. Well, people have been um, saying, oh, you know, when you had to do the pre-registering, I think we've all learned our lesson because when you pre-register, oh, pre-register for WWE so you can get pre-sale tickets and then the code you just get off Twitter anyway. But it gave the the WWE uh, understanding of how many people are going to be buying tickets and they can charge more. So I think they only said like 50,000 people have pre-signed up. But the thing is, like in our group, for example, only one of us needs to. And then you can tell the rest of us what the sign-in code is. Like you don't really need... It's not really, it's a way of judging it, but it's not a good way of judging how many people are going to be going. Mm. No, exactly. Yeah, and it's it's in a couple of weeks, is it not? Is it the first week of May? The first week of May, yes. I'll, I'll be looking to get tickets. Pre-sale Happy goes Happy birthday down. to me. <laughs> Happy birthday, A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub. No, what if we don't get tickets? What if it sells out in 30 seconds? There'll still be tickets available in weeks, I can guarantee it. There's still it's tickets not. to... Just go support your local promotions, man. You've got CWE on the weekend. We, we've got um, Exposure Wrestling on the weekend as well with some really good people on the commentary team. And, you know, with, it, with other events, you know, we've got um, 
new wave wrestling as well having events like every couple of weeks so it's a great time to be a wrestling fan man go see your independence it is and thank you to everybody that listened and streamed and downloaded last week's episode on exposure wrestling we had some um yeah some very good numbers for that one so keep subscribed and keep streaming that's all i can say on pain of death you won't let's put it <laughs> that way you mentioned Goldberg, Dan. Now, I'm yes. not going to go as far as saying Goldberg's going to be at all in, but um, he has been he has been out and about again, hasn't he, talking about the fact that he's wanting one more match like Christian, just one more match and the retirement. But I think, he, I think I read he, this week he wasn't happy that apparently he only had one match left anyway that he wanted to do and it was going to be his retirement match and WWE are just like not interested in giving him his retirement match so he he says he's going to go elsewhere. I mean, do you think that is a realistic possibility, AEW, or it'll be with, I don't know, Tarrant. Japan or something? Tarrant, you've missed the perfect opportunity to use the line, what's next for Goldberg? Oh, and for God's sake. Who's, who's next? next? There you go. Jesus. Who, I'll edit it. I'll, I won't. Um, all right, then. Well, I'll ask the question, what's next and who's next? Well, the, the, to set it up, he said that he wants to do a, a four-event tour of his retirement. So yeah. you could look at where – I think it's going to be US-based, but if he really wants to get good money, he could get Saudi shows, um, yeah. Australia. He could come over to the UK. I think one of them is a lot. He's doing four shows. has to be in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, the old WCW area. Um, Chicago would be an amazing crowd, especially with some of the AEW events coming up. But you look at the, the uh, Randy the Ram when he was um, retiring um, in the fictional movie The Wrestler. You know, he retired. Um, what was it on a Ring of Honor Supercard show? So he died. you never know. He died. Well, you don't know. The lights went off as he jumped he off the top. I'm sure that's what. They Spoiler were. alert for anyone who's not who's not seen The Wrestler. But you haven't seen The Wrestler by now. He dies. I'm a bit gutted because I really wanted to see. Ron Breaker versus Bill Goldberg in WWE, and they could have easily have got it on a SummerSlam or of Crown Jewel. It's an easy way of calling Ron Breaker up, and it's a good way of um, Goldberg putting the shine on a new powerhouse. But we say powerhouse, who's the powerhouse in AEW? Powerhouse. Hulk. Well, he's not anymore after last night. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but I've already watched it, Taryn. Don't oh, you? Oh God! Thank God for that. Like he's dropped the title Even though they get spoiled, because I went on Instagram and it was the first thing uh, that popped up. But I did watch it today. But if, it's funny, what if Goldberg again. just goes to NXT to fight Ron Baker? Why not? You know, it's a different company. You know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be Sting versus Bill Goldberg, and they're oh. both gonna like come out with like their walkers and their like their pacemakers. <laughs> I know. And Sting will retirement. still do it for the boys. Do you think then? So, Joe. Do, do you think it's out of the question that he goes to AEW? No. Um, the thing is with Goldberg, he is like he's still like a narky attraction. I'm not the biggest Goldberg fan. I never was like like the squash match. Like I wasn't a big fan of his wrestling. But like the older I've gotten, the more the, his last run in WWE. I'm like I appreciate it. What it's for? He's like he's like the main attract event. He's like the draw for like people to watch. So as Dan said, like they need to put him in like a pay-per-view match. So he, even if it's in All In or or one of the bigger shows, and it needs to be against somebody who's like up there, like maybe like MJF or CM Punk or somebody like that. It needs to be against like a marquee opponent to meet something. If it's just against some jobber. And, 
okay, fair enough, it's a Goldberg match, but nobody cares. No, I think I think that's fair. But I mean, Jamie, surely it's not out of the question that he does have his final run in WWE, surely. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing of never saying never, and it's a it's a big the the, the thing nowadays when they make these stories, you don't know what's real, you don't know what's kind of going on kind of storyline wise anyway that they're just putting it out there to kind of make it seem like he is going to AEW so then it will be a big surprise when lo and behold on Raw in two weeks time he's coming out to help Cody Rhodes beat Brock Lesnar at Backlash or something like that you know setting up Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar because the match we all want that another retirement match so no again he's Hall of Fame isn't he so um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I I honestly think he'll either have his last match in the WWE or he's already had his last match. I just don't see him doing it outside of that, unless it's AEW. I, I don't, I don't think it's out of the question, but I just don't see him in AEW. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, well, I don't know. I'll throw some matches at you, and we'll go different promotions, and we'll go Bill Goldberg. So if you went to Ring of Honor, he could face Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. If you is he going to is he going to do it in Ring of Honor though? Surely he'd be AEW if it was going to be. Yeah. yeah, but if you're thinking like what promotions could he go to and who could he face? So you've got to think all possibilities. All right, WWE, we want to see him face Bron Breaker. That'd be a really good match. If he goes to Ring of Honor, somebody like a Brian Cage who just re-signed, that would be a wicked match. Love to see that. Um, AEW, who would you want him to see him face? CM Punk would be hilarious. Um, big boys, though. Powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow, you know, absolutely amazing matches. And then you go over to New Japan, you know, the people that they got over there, the Akadas and stuff. I think it might be a bit too strong style for him, but they'd be absolutely decent matches. But then he could come over to Red Pro. There's people like Dan Maloney, uh, people like Will Ospreay that he could face. The sky's the limit. True. I'm going to go out on a and say he's not going to wrestle again. No, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say he's had his last match. I just what's his next career then? QVC selling sofas or? Nah, he doesn't need one, does he? I'm sure he'll live off the millions that he's. I mean, millions. when was his last match? Now we must have been a couple of years. Roman ago, Reigns at, at Crown Jewel. Yeah, he played yeah. Roman Reigns, and he basically said, "I'll do the job for Roman Reigns, but I want a last match. I don't want that to be my last one." And they basically went, huh, "Yeah, okay, and that was it." A nice handshake deal with Vince McMahon. For God's sake. And we know what he does with those hands, allegedly. He's going to be included in the 2023 WWE draft. No, he won't. Speaking of the draft, however, we have got it coming up. Is it the week before or the week after Backlash? Week before. So it's in two weeks. Backlash is in three weeks. Um, But they we watched NXT yesterday and there was a little bit of teasing on there. Superstars were backstage going, hey, what if we get called up in the draft? I think it was Dominic Dijakovic and Apollo Crews going, hey, I wonder if we get called up. It's like, you already have been called up. What, why are you asking <laughs> yeah. this? But I'm excited because there's so many names that have dropped off the radar that potentially we could see being called up. I think the big rumour one is Tyler Bate this week. Apparently mm. had a really good match against Dolph Ziggler on um, New event. Yeah, pretty deadly. You've, yeah, pretty deadly. Apparently, have had really good matches on the live shows, and they are really just really entertaining. Kane Carter and um, yeah, Casey, yeah, yeah, those two. They they're gonna get called up soon. They've been off television. And Cameron Grimes, he's had a massive body transformation. He's been ready for months. So there's loads of people just ready to go. 
but you could see people going to NXT. You, um, I think they're rumoring the breakup of the, spru- uh, the Street Profits as well. I love the draft. It's it's right up there with like Royal Rumble. I like the draft when it's, nobody when it's likes properly. you. That's what he said <laughs> to him, didn't he? Akira to Baron Corbin. He's like, oh. nobody wants you. Nobody you, likes you. You just know that this time round, it'll be a Heath Slater moment where Baron Corbin, at the end of the episode of Raw, because he's just not drafted Baron Corbin. You just know it. But they're doing it slightly different this time round because usually they do it Raw and then SmackDown, but they're doing the first draft night on the SmackDown and then the That's second night last on the time, no, it was did SmackDown Raw last time. I'm sure they did. Uh, no, I, th- I think they did it when SmackDown went to Fox. Yeah. And because it was the first episode on Fox or something like that, or, or one of the first episodes on Fox, yeah. they did it then. But yeah. they've, they've, I think they've done it on Raw since. But either way, they are starting on SmackDown this time round. Um, op- I've opened up an article. I haven't read it, so we'll see. We'll read it together. Saying. We'll read it Yay. together. But, but our friends over at whatculture.com, they oh. have done a 10 roster trades that must, Ooh, that's in capital ups, letters. the ups and downs of that, Taryn. <laughs> indeed, well, that must happen. So they're not only saying they must Roman happen, Reigns drafted <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> they're predicting that these will happen. So like I said, I... Apart from number 10, which is in front of me now, we'll go through their list and we'll see whether we agree or not. Um, False. So, yeah. Obviously, they've gone with the wrestle themselves and which brand they think they're going to go from. So, number 10, Bron Breaker from NXT to Raw, Dan. Love to see so, it happen, but he's currently doing a massive heel promo on a on um, NXT literally. AEW, he's going to A. He's been drafted to Ring <laughs> yeah, of Honor. He's the new ten in the Dark Order. Yeah, what um, I will say is the date on this article is today, so this is as up to date as you can get. I'd love to see it happen, and he's ready to be called up. But he's currently doing this monster heel run where he's sounding like Scott Steiner and all of this promo. So I think they may ride it out a little bit, but I'd love to see him be called up. I think it'd be epic. Speaking of 10 as well, Sean Spears was in the crowd at AEW holding up numbers and he held up the number 10 and everyone lost their minds. And everyone was trying to because it like he was rating Switchblade. Uh, Switchblade Jay had his first match on a, on a Dynamite and like he kept chopping the guy and he kept putting up like fours and sixes and everyone in the crowd was going <laughs> six, 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 six. Um, and yeah, then when he, when he finally put terrible. his 10 up, everyone loved it. Everyone lost their minds. It was great. What was his name backstage in the um, DX promo? Stan. Stan. I just that kicked Stan. Just it's kicked the greatest promo in WWE history. How do you not remember, Dan? That is the single amnesia. greatest line in the history of any wrestling WWE ever. And- you see, WWE, when I watch WWE, they show me recap videos every 30, 40 minutes. So I don't have to have like a good attention. They remind me. So I think it's that. I've been watching WWE too much. But I just kick Stan. Ah, good old Stan. So you're not convinced Breakers go into Raw, then? I want him to. And if you ask me before this heel run, um, like if you ask me back when he's facing Mello, or Stan and Deliver, I'd be like, yeah, the loser's being called up straight away. But now he's doing this heel run. He's facing Andre Chase at spring break-in. Um, I think they might continue the heel run a little bit. Um, I've got a few more names from NXT I think are being called up, but we'll see if they come up in this list. We will see if they do. Number nine on what culture's list? Trading from Raw to SmackDown, 
Austin Theory, Joe. Eight times. Mm. <laughs> I mean, let's not yeah. forget he will have the United States Championship with him as long as he doesn't drop it before then. Which means the Continental will go the other way, most likely. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Gunther will go on, go the other way. Yeah, I mean, switching the brands around, I guess it would work. Uh, I'm not against it. I, you know, Austin Theory is one of the hottest heels in the company right now. Obviously, the main event, the main title is the Universal title. And obviously, Roman Reigns ain't dropping that anytime soon. So the secondary titles, the IC and the US, are basically be doing like the legwork for like the main titles in WWE at the minute. So, yeah, I'm not against that. Why not? Let's see who's number eight on the list. Eight and Ooh. down. From SmackDown <laughs> to, to Raw. Raw. <laughs> One that I don't think is going to happen because I don't think she is going to be about for a while. Charlotte Flair. Woo. No, I can't see that. I think that's just a filler. I can see they always switch the women's titles round. But with Charlotte Flair, no, I think she she works on SmackDown. Um, Depends what she wants. Keep her happy what the networks want. She's always a draw. But no, it's one of those other things. That's a filler pick, to be fair. Yeah, I, I don't see that one. I mean, if she was still about, then maybe, but I think she's disappearing for a while, isn't she? Because I think I've read online there's rumours that she's been getting herself properly because she's going to do some like bodybuilding competitions. So I don't, I was just going to say that I don't see why you would trade somebody that's not going to be about, but didn't they trade about two years ago Gable Stevens? To he's to officially Raw. a Raw superstar, so we can <laughs> He's still not, you know, he's still disappointing over in development, isn't he? Well, well his brother Demon Kemp's doing better on NXT. Number seven from SmackDown to Raw. Gunter. <laughs> it pretty much mirrors what Joe just said. You yeah. know, if you if you have one champion going to the other, then the other has to go the other way. Um, if that's the case, then Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser are going with him. All of Imperium. I can see it happening, and there's a lot of people I'd be excited to see him work with on Raw. Number six, from SmackDown to Raw. This is going to be Sheamus or Drew McIntyre now to follow. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Where are they getting this list from, eh? Dear me. Well, they had to split up the Sheamus-Drew storyline, didn't they? Well, yeah. this is an interesting one as well, because this almost harks over to what I just said about Charlotte Flair. It only makes sense if he's about. We know he's not been seen since Mania for, what, what's an alleged injury but also at the same time um there is this contract dispute side of things which i don't know how much of that i tend to believe i believe that they still haven't sorted anything in regards to a contract but i don't think that's really got much to do with him being off tv because apparently his contract is still not up for a good long while and but they're wanting to negotiate it now to tie him down but surely he's just going to be off because he's got some sort of niggle or he's got some sort of injury so are you going to be necessarily trading somebody over? I mean, is this, is it a, are they doing a full draft? Yeah. So I suppose they could with these people, but they're just not going to necessarily spotlight him, which do you know what I mean? He's not, they're not going to be like the number one or the number five draft. I mean, they could be further on down the line if they're not going to be about, but 
Yeah, because yeah. like back in the day they used to do it, and then they used to come out afterwards, didn't they? Like take the shirt and be like, "Yeah, I'm on Raw, blah blah blah," kind of thing. But then you had to go to WWE.com to check out further ones later on after the show. It could just be one of those after the show, where it's just like, "Oh, and these also got drafted." True. I. It's a good move though, because how many times have we said down in the last few weeks on this? Something needs to happen with Drew now after Manger, and he needs to turn heel. Well, this is the ultimate opportunity yeah. to do it, surely. Yeah, the only other opportunity is putting him in a tag team with Johnny Gargano because that's his former tag partner. I was trying to brainstorm what you could do with him, but if he goes on a mega heel run, just beating up people like Baron Corbin, Akia Tozawa, all sorts, then yeah, I, that well works. They do need to do something with him because this whole look at my name, look at my big sword, it's getting a bit old, mate. The thing is as well, though, if he goes to Raw, then he's got to go up against a heel Gunter. If he stays on SmackDown, he's got to come up against a heel Austin Theory. If you want to go for the title, you have to come up against a heel Roman Reigns. <laughs> so it's like... Go for the tag titles and you go against the face Keith um, Keith Owens, let's say, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, so that literally, if he is turning heel, that's really the only title he can go for. Mm-hmm. Very true. Number five. Oh, fro- oh, oh, hello. This is different. From Raw to SmackDown, the entirety of the Judgment Day. Well, I was well, going to say, Ray Ripley's technically yeah. already on SmackDown. So. She's SmackDown champion, she? She is indeed. Yes, yeah. So... Makes sense. But, the, but then I suppose... But how can you a, get a group to go? Because no one wants to waste a pick on Damien Priest. No offence, but, you know. Well, I would have liked to have seen Dominic Mysterio at NXT. Apparently, Triple H was rumouring doing that for quite a while. So uh, that would have been a really funky, cool one. You'll be no, champ yeah, within five months. Yeah. But then you're taking off of it. Like, the thing is, at the moment... There's so much stuff going on online as well. Like, you look at the two biggest heels in wrestling at this moment in time. It's MJF and Dominic Mysterio. Like, who would have thought Dominic the Mysterio... The WrestleMania 45 main event. Like, <laughs> like, even MJF has referenced it as well, like, on Twitter, talking about Dominic Mysterio and stuff as well. And he has done well with, obviously, this heel turn, which we all wanted to happen, which obviously happened at Clash at the Castle. And... Again, he's not the the best in the ring, but obviously this heel persona has caused him to have a better character and work into that heel persona, and it works for him. So yeah, I don't see match. him going to NXT because he's got the best heat that he's got at the moment. He's got he could literally win a title soon. Or money in the bank. So Jesus Christ, don't go that far. That's Cody Rhodes. Do you remember his promo last year? It's his time. Well, I don't know. I think there's a few. There's rumours that Logan Paul's one of the favourites to win Money in the Bank. Logan Paul is he even going to be there? He's in the prime of his career. Prime. Mm. <laughs> Quite literally, prime. Don't want to be looking like a blue raspberry, do you? <laughs> Number oh, four nice. from SmackDown to Raw. Sami Zayn. That's going to split. I mean, does it really matter anyway? Because the tag titles are on both shows. Yeah, they need to split the tag titles. Um, They they always do this. They did it years ago with the first draft. They did it with the Deadly Boys. They 
they put Bubba on one show, Diva on the other show, and you know, Diva didn't testify for Then Bubba had that weird gimmick where he's wearing the baseball shirt. So they'd be Bully teasing Ray. Gonna, yeah, Bully Ray. They, they'd be teasing they're going to split up and establish Shaq TV. They'd be doing it with Street Profits. They did it with Otis and Shaq Abel, you know, is doing the male model thing. So they'd be teasing they're going to split up an established tag team. You know, they've had their their flowers, if you win at WrestleMania, they've won the titles. Um, you know, they're not going to, like, disband anytime soon. They've only just got back together. So I think the best way you've disbanded Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is probably the draft. But they own the tag titles for both shows, so they'll stay together regardless anyway, won't they? I'm assuming we'll have the SmackDown titles and whether or not the Raw titles I'm, I'm not sure I want to no but they can they can free roam can they and go on both shows they can free roam on both shots I mean so yeah, yeah once they lose it then they'll go on separate shows but, yeah, but just like the WWE draft, draft else, anyway to be honest just, like, just drafting the, the you say oh they're the tag champs and drafting them together it's two well, yeah. bits for when exactly and the thing is as well like even five months down the line when you're getting past money in the bank and you go into five series and stuff anyway everybody forgets about the draft in two months let alone five months so people are just going in between shows as much as they want anyway exactly. so five months you've got survivor series when all of a sudden it's like i'm a blue i'm a red <laughs> and we're fighting for our brand no it's for that war games now um so yeah so they have their ultimate loyalty at that point but then any other time they just kind of float between shows when they want anyway the draft doesn't matter after three weeks well it might not matter to you but will it matter for number three from raw to smackdown seth franklin rollins it's only happening if becky goes yeah whoa 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 I could definitely see it happening. I mean, we had a really good match actually on Raw this week was uh, Seth Rollins versus The Miz. I know that sounds weird saying it was a Miz match, but I really enjoyed that match. The Miz week. is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Thank you, Dan. Yes, they, they were nuts to crowd with. This is awesome. Like fight forever chance for a Miz versus Seth Rollins match. Um, but seeing Seth Rollins go to SmackDown opens up so many new avenues. See him on the Blue Brand. Yeah, why not? I could see that working. Number two, Becky Lynch. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. From Raw to SmackDown, Cody Rhodes. So what does he want to talk about? Now, they've said in the article here, they think it's because that's the way to split the titles. Now, we've said the last few weeks, that seems the opportune time for them if they are wanting to, you know, split the world title back separately to do it on or around the draft. But... Again, what's the point of doing it for Cody if he should have just won at Mania anyway? Yeah, especially with the programme with Brock at the moment as well. I don't understand why they're bringing the title picture into consideration if he's facing Brock anyway. So, yeah, it's a bit strange, but it, it could work. But he's one of those, you're in the third hour of Raw, he boosts the ratings. He works on Raw, so I, I can't see that one because he, he does do a good number for the ratings yeah. on there. And the thing is, well, if you're creating a new title as well, you wouldn't put it on SmackDown because Roman Reigns is on SmackDown because the whole thing, Fox want to keep Roman Reigns. That's like the massive thing that they wanted. They didn't want, that's why they hated the kind of draft idea because they wanted to keep Roman Reigns because he's the draw. So if you're bringing Cody onto SmackDown, 
that defeats the Roman Reigns object and then you're creating a new world title. So unless number one is Roman Reigns to Raw, <laughs> again, I won't agree with. But like because <clears throat> this is the thing as well, we're talking about the draft. Are they going to do it like they've done previously where they're just going to make everybody undrafted, then they draft them? So Cody Rhodes will be drafted to Raw, even though he's already a Raw superstar. Is that what they're going to do? I think that's the way they do it, yeah. It's basically, yeah, so like everyone's going to be undrafted. When you play yes, Seth Rollins 3, yeah. it's, everyone's undrafted. And I don't know if you haven't played and it goes, yeah, Seth Rollins to Raw! Yeah, they're going to do it yeah. like that. Whereas it used to be, oh, you're a Raw superstar, but now you're going to SmackDown. Um, and that whole thing. So, like I said, they're all going to be undrafted anyway, so it could work either way. Like, my number one pick for SmackDown is Roman Reigns. That's what it's going to be, surely. Who's going to do it, though? Because last time it was Adam Pearce representing one of the brands and Sonya Deville representing one of the others, but it now would just be on it's the just Adam Pearce. Yeah. Do you reckon? The, fo- the Fox robot for SmackDown. Oh, I do you not remember when that happened? When they had, like, the, the Fox room and then they had, like... What, they had the war room, didn't they? Oh, I hope they have that again. As long as they're as long as they're doing it properly, like a proper draft, like you said, undrafted pool and just picking everybody out, instead of doing what they did years ago, where they said no, these wrestlers are already on this show and they're already on this one, and the draft picks will be determined by whoever wins the match, because that was oh that was crap. I hated that. Right, be all undrafted. Number one, I'm gonna click on it. Roman Reigns to From Raw. SmackDown to <laughs> Raw, Roman Reigns. Not happening. It's not happening. Uh, it surely it is, though. If no, like he goes for massive thing of Fox. Again, yeah, yeah, that as well. But, but, but they'll have Cody, won't they? He's as big in, in he's their as big eyes. As Roman no, Roman. in their eyes, he's not, is he? But he, no, he this is, is Fox. Fox. Like, Fox the station Fox. basically said, we want Roman Reigns. So unless obviously he is going to stay champ for the next year and he is obligated to be on SmackDown and on Fox for a certain amount of shows, then yeah, fine, he can get drafted to Raw. But, you know, he's on a part-time schedule half the time now anyway. Like, it doesn't really matter where he gets drafted and he's on both shows regardless as champ. So, bit of a waste of a number one pick what culture, but well done. <laughs> but if I if you had some NXT names, I think it's more exciting thinking about the stars that are going to be coming up from NXT. I mean, somebody who's really breaking out is a person like Zoe Stark, um, absolutely being smashing it. Um, there's other people who may go across over to NXT. Baron Corbin going over to NXT to read. Baron Corbin undrafted is much better. Just yeah, have him see where he goes. But, you know, having a look where people are, even announcers can be drafted. Pac McAfee could go to Raw. You could have uh, Corey Graves over SmackDown. Um, Byron Saxton could move around. You never know. There's the backstage people as well everybody's up for draft. So I think that's what makes it exciting. It's a way of just starting afresh. It won't happen because I know Pat McAfee isn't really a full-time commentator anymore, but how great would it be if on SmackDown your commentators were Pat McAfee and Corey Graves because their little rivalry, just having them two commentary for the whole show, would just be great. It would be. Yeah. I think it'll re-utilise um, re- some of their careers. Like you've got like Keith Azawa's backstage not doing anything. Dana Brooke, um, you know, they could reform with Emma. Bring back the 24-7 team. title. No, I think we're not missing it. Ever. I am missing that title. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> Jinder Mahal to NXT. I think, I think he's already there. He's already there. Is he? <laughs> yeah, I think he is, yeah. <laughs> I think one time they actually, it's like a women's like intercontinental title, like... Um, like they had the TNT championship on AEW. They need like a women's like interim inter championship because obviously they got attacked. They got the women's 
like big championship. They haven't got like an like an in between title. But they've got the You've got Yoshirai challenging uh, Bianca Belair at the moment. She's in a feud with with there. But then you look on the SmackDown side of the who's challenging Rhea Ripley? Zelina Vega. There isn't really anyone challenging for the main titles. Yeah, so I was going to say, you've got the Raw and the SmackDown titles. That's it, really, isn't it? And then the you'll have one that's bigger than the other kind of thing. Like they always say the Raw title is more important than the SmackDown title. But like you look at the belts at the moment, Rhea Ripley's your champion that you want. So that's kind of your A title and your Bianca Belair is your B title. But you look at other women, I know, you like you said, the challenging jobbers at the moment. But when you've got other people like Bailey's or your Alexa Blisses that come back or your Charlotte Flair's that don't have any titles, I can understand where Joe's coming from, that it needs something like kind of middle ground. We've got a nice but, Queen of the Ring tournament coming up soon as well. No, we the Queen cancelled. of the Ring has been cancelled. Yeah, they, they haven't said that the Queen, the actual tournament's been cancelled. They just yeah, apparently, no, apparently, no. So apparently, there isn't a King or Queen of the Ring tournament at all now. It is just going to be Night of Champions where all the titles are on the line. That's which, rubbish. Which, which brings us on to a decent point, actually. When is the event? What, Backlash or? No, Night of Champions in June, Saudi. Sometime. June. Yeah, end of May, June, I think. <laughs> So Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are dropping the tag titles by then, then? Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. they're not going to be over in Saudi, are they, defending the titles? I well, mean, they, they don't have to say... They haven't said... that They say it's Night of Champions, but they haven't said every title's being defended. I mean, they haven't, but it's not... It's May 27th. Oh, dear Lord. But are they in a match Whitson. yet um, in Backlash? Oh, I won't be here for that. I'm going to be in... I'll, I'll be on... Oh, it's a six-man. It's a six-man, so they can't lose the titles at Backlash, then. Backlash, well, the whole no. thing is, as well, like... Uh, I know it would be unorthodox, but if they did want to have every title on the line... I mean, like, they could have a number one contendership, for example, if, obviously, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens there. But worst-case scenario, what you could do is have a filmed match and then just show it that way, or have a a cinematic match and show it oh. that way if they really wanted to if they really wanted to be on the show and every title be on the line there's always a way of filming it on the smackdown beforehand and showing it join then or having their match on smackdown then the two injured to go to thingy like they have a scheduled match and they're like oh my god are they actually going to go there but you know they're just well, going to get injured the match before and say, oh no they, they flew over but they got attacked backstage and it's just pre-shot footage of them lying backstage uh, I don't think Sami Zayn would want that anyway would he he didn't want to be kind of associated with going there so I mean it could be a massive thing where he's just like nah I don't like why wait until then why don't we fight tonight on Smackdown yeah the there's, there's a loads of ways they can do it but I, I think Taryn's idea of them dropping the belts before then that makes sense. Even if they just split them up in the draft, it's just sorry they're vacated in two different tournaments. Who knows? They, I hope they don't do that though, because that's just such a cheap way. Do you know what I mean? Of taking it off them, especially but when it, the the feel good story of Mania that's still fresh in everybody's mind, to then just go, oh, you're boastful, so you're not the champions anymore. And then we're yeah. gonna go back to uh, what's it called? The controversy. What's it called? The uh, the uh, What's it called? The conspiracy Sami Zayn, where he went around with those film cameras. Like, there's a conspiracy against me. <laughs> you say it'd be a cheap way of doing it, uh, but you remember how they swapped the women's titles? Becky Lynch was drafted from Raw to SmackDown, and Charlotte <laughs> Flair was drafted from SmackDown to Raw, and they like like one season belt with each other, yeah. and 
yeah, there was massive argument about it. And it had to be straightened out on Ariel Halwani. Yeah. So, backlash then is, what, three weeks away? There's only yeah, two and, matches San, so far. So when I was going to say, oh, how do we think the card's shaping up so far? Well, there's only two matches. So we've got the six man of the returns, Matt Riddle and the tag champs Bro. versus Bro. the bloodline of Soko and the Usos. And then, of course, we've got Cody versus Brock, which one would assume is going to be the main event. Um, what else do we see them setting up then? Because Bad, uh, Bad, Bad Bunny... Mysterio versus Dominic and um, it, Damian Priest, probably. Why, why is Bad Bunny in... I know there's only been two matches announced so far, but in all the different like graphics and promo videos that they keep running on Raw and SmackDown, Bad Bunny's in everything. He's even in the it's Cody Rhodes... Yeah, but he, why does he need to be in the picture with Cody Rhodes and Lesnar or in the picture with the six man? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's I don't know. They're, they're really loving pushing it out. Because he is a worldwide multi platinum selling artist. I, I still couldn't tell you the name of a song he's ever done. Booker T. Booker T. <laughs> oh, yes. No, oh, yeah, because <laughs> that time when Booker T stood there for like the four minutes, just like. Not knowing what the fuck he was doing. He was having a shucky ducky quack quack moment. Oh, you? <laughs> yeah, Booker T, that was it, yeah. Uh, could you tell me any more, though? I bet you can. Yeah, he did a song um, with Dua Lipa. Right, get off. Get off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, matches for uh, Backlash. We're going to have Bad Bunny and Rey Mysterio going against uh, Dominic Mysterio and Damien Priest or Finn Balor. Um, you, we could see um, Rhea Ripley going up against um, the LWO's I can't remember her name. I keep saying Thea Trinidad. Selena that's Vega. It. Selena Vega, that's it. I don't know why. I think in a very indie name. Um, I think they've got a couple of the matches sort of tied up. They've got Bronson Reed versus Bobby Lashley in the lineup. What's going on with that there? Mr. Nice Guy, Bronson Reed. He's turning into Brodus. He's really good, though. Like, he's really heavy hitting um, and, like, proper smashing up. I think it'd be like a big, proper big boy fight. But yeah, with somebody a Somebody call like that, his mama. Somebody call his mama. But we need about, what, six, seven matches. So a couple more will come. we got Trish Stratus versus um, Becky Lynch as well. That's a potential match. That's a weird one, though. I'm surprised. That I, th- I honestly thought they were going to save that for SummerSlam. Surely it's got to be at Backlash now because of the turn, because they can't drag it out till then. But it surprised me that that happened so quickly. I thought they were going to leave it up until around SummerSlam and then have that match there. But I think hmm. Trish is dealing with an injury as well, though. Like she apparently she dealt with an injury through WrestleMania, so maybe it's one of those that she has Possibly. to have the match and then go off for surgery. Um, so it might just well. be a quick squash match. It could just be yeah. something like that, and then she'll go off for surgery, and then they'll fight each other at WrestleMania or SummerSlam or War Games Survivor Series later. Down do you think it's also a case, perhaps, that they wanted to get the ta- do it with the the way that they did it was because they wanted to get the titles off later. Um, and Becky Lynch because of yeah. later in her situation because she can't be around forever either, can she? Makes sense. Suppose so. I suppose so. Dominic Mysterio then. So he's what? He's going to be... Is he going to be facing Bad Bunny or is this going to be some sort of multi-match? Tag match. Do you be a tag match. Yeah. Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest and Dominic. And no, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, won't be there. He's having his well-deserved holiday, Joe. He doesn't need to be there. No, I personally did, to be honest. Like, 
it'd be nice for him to be there, but like he's beaten everyone. Um, there might be like a US Championship match or or like Gunter might face somebody for the Intercontinental Championship. Where is Omos? Us Omo Omo sapiens need Omos. Where is Omos he? at home? <laughs> Omos at home. He's on main event. Not fighting Tyler Bate. Oh no no that's uh, he went against Dolph Ziggler. He's got they got big things the big strong boy. Oh, here we go. Something's just popped up online now. Book it now, it says. MJF versus Goldberg for the world title at All In Wembley Stadium. That's the question that's being asked. Get it booked. Um, MJF would beat him. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, yeah. obviously. There'd be no chance that he did win. And it make no sense. Goldberg wouldn't go for the... Like, who, who am I fighting? Who did he say? MJF. Who's he? MVP. <laughs> oh, if I assume that that MVP is good, yeah. Oh, right. I think, guys, we're all news up this week, unless of course anybody else wants to throw anything in there before well, we have a quiz. There is a, a new TNT champion. Oh, yeah. On AEW, it's Dynamo. already old. There is every week so in there. Because, that's what champion, I mean. Yeah, it? because something's actually happening. There's new champions. They need to rename that title the AEW Twenty Four Seven Championship. It changes hands the amount of times. The three-time TNT champion. Wardlow. I hope that's not in your quiz, Dan, because there is one other person that's won three times as well. There is Cody Rhodes, yeah, but no, that's not in there. No, Sammy Guevara. Oh, is it? I thought it was Cody well, Rhodes. I, I thought he's won three. I was going to say. Probably as well. Yeah. <laughs> What's his chops? Darby Allen, I was going to say. What's his chops? Twice, I think. No, maybe. Darby Allen's twice. And speaking of as well, with Darby Allen, have just announced the Four Pillars tournament, which saw Sammy Guevara defeat Jungle Boy. So they'll set up next week Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara, where the winner will face MJF in the finals for the title. They should have made it a fatal four-way. It is going to be a fatal four-way because obviously what happened on Dynamite was MJF. Basically, MJF gave Sammy Guevara a blank check and basically said. Come on, you could be in the main event at this pay-per-view. All you have to do is lie down for me. And <laughs> and basically, I will give you this check for however much money you want. And you obviously, your name and rights. And obviously, Sammy Gavard, then, Sammy Gavard then accepted it and then joined his match with Jungle Boy. And Jeff came out and knocked Jungle Boy out, causing him to be counted out. So Sammy Guevara won. Then they all celebrated like little children after the match. It was great. So, obviously, next week, it's Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Something, obviously, is going to happen then, which is going to set up the Fatal 4-Way. Because even at, even at the end of the show, MJF was looking in the camera going, there ain't no 4-Way, he says. There ain't no 4-Way happening here. So, you know it's definitely going to be a Fatal 4-Way. The Four Pillars yeah, match, uh, which will happen at uh, the next pay-per-view, which is going to be tasty. tasty Double or nothing. And let's not forget Luchasaurus is back with his all new, brand new look. He's just wearing a bit of black. Yeah, he but is. he's actually going for a singles title. Oh, he he stared down Wardlow after that match. He was like, I'm coming for you. And obviously, the TNT title changes hands more than got my, I changed my boxers. So, the TNT know, he is probably going to win it at the double or Changes more hands than Luchasaurus decides whether he's going to be a good boy or a bad boy week after week. It changes more often than Blackpool lose games. Oh, oh, oh. that's very consistent. <laughs> very consistent. <laughs> Relegation confirmed on Saturday, no doubt. Um, Basically, it is. <laughs> we will see. 
there's still time. There isn't, but there's still time. There's only <laughs> six points separating and only nine points up for grabs. Nine points available. <laughs> just win all three games and hope everyone else loses. It's just as easy as that. Fifth place Millwall and like seventh place Norwich. But yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Speaking of winning, it's time for me to win, win, win the quiz, Dan. What have you got for us this week? Well, there's no excuse for any of you not to get 10 out of 10 because every single question in this quiz you've all been asked before and you've all been told the answer before so what? we've been doing this po- we've been doing this podcast for what we've done 107 episodes uh yes yeah but not all of them have had a quiz on just saying no but the very <laughs> first one did and i went back and listened to the very first podcast earlier today and i wrote down all of the quiz questions now it was a royal rumble quiz and I had to double check all of the answers. And one of the answers actually have changed since two years ago when we did the uh, quiz. Um, so they have all been double checked. We're going to do the quiz from the very first ever podcast. And I can tell you the scores on the door after the first podcast. We had Jamie and Taryn both got four out of ten. Joe got three out of ten. And Brad won the quiz with five out of ten. Yeah, with Google. We're going to be Brad's five. So the way I look at it, Brad won that one. None of you have won that quiz. So let's run it back and I'll ask you the questions. And it is about the Royal Rumble. I can't wait for Joe's quiz next week of episode two's quiz. I'm going to listen to episode two. (laughs) Okay, see you, number one. Which Rumble number has had the most wins? I definitely got that one right. Cool. It should be all, you know, if you remember from over two years ago, if you remember this quiz, you should be fine. Number two. Who is the only star to win the Rumble twice, entering from the same number? The number was the number 28. Uh, Number three, who eliminated the most people in the very first Rumble? In the first Rumble? Yeah, first ever Rumble, who eliminated the most people? They eliminated six people. Hear me typing, I'm typing the answers I ain't gonna pay. Ah, yeah. What do you think, audience? Do we believe in Taryn? Mm. Okay, number four. Who lasted the longest in the 2020 Royal Rumble? I don't remember who won the 2020. <laughs> um, so that was the 2020 Rumble was won. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay, number five. Who has spent the most, the longest accumulative time in a Rumble? So, out of, like, there's been loads of rumbles, adding up all the amount of time everyone's ever been in a rumble. Who spent the longest accumulative time? Okay, number six. Which year, which year's rumble was the first one to be shown in high definition? And how I explained it on the first podcast, I said that I remember that they zoomed in on Gene Snitsky's yellow teeth mm-hmm. to show that it was HD and the quality. So that was an indicator of when it potentially could have been. Oh, I, I guarantee I'll be a year out. <laughs> Number seven. And it should have been the other one, I bet. When AJ Styles and Bubba Ray Dudley made their debuts in the Royal Rumble match, what number did they come out at? We don't want none. Oh, yeah, we, we don't know. And Taryn on the first podcast said, yeah, and everyone was chanting for Devon to come out next, but actually it was our truth. It was our truth. Okay, number eight. So number eight, nine, and ten. I'm going to give you the final four, 
in the Rumble, but one of them wasn't in the final four. So you have to tell me which of the four names I mentioned was not in that final four. Okay, so number eight, the 1992 Royal Rumble. Hulk Hogan, Don Morocco, Ric Flair, Randy Savage. Which one was not in the final four? Same again, sorry. Yeah, Hogan, Morocco, Flair, Savage. That's number eight. That's your number eight. Your number nine is the 1998 Royal Rumble with The Rock, Austin, Shamrock, Farouk. And your number 10 is the 2019 Rumble, Rollins, Andrade, Balor, and Ziggler. Say that again. 19, sorry, 2019 Rumble, Andrade, Rollins, Balor, Ziggler. Okay. Cool. Have we all got answers for everything? Um, yeah. Yes. Cracking. So number one, which Rumble number has had the most wins? Joe? 37. Taryn? I also went with 27. And Jamie? Yeah, 27. No, so when we did the podcast two years ago, the answer was 27. <sighs> well, then it's true. It's right. No, that was from two years ago. Now, there's been two winners, uh, both Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes, who both won at number 30 since then. So with five wins, number 30. Oh. But two years ago, it would have been 27. Yeah. Number robbed. two. Who is the only star to win the Rumble twice from the same number? Taron. Randy Orton. Jamie. It was between two for me, and I might have done this on the first episode. Uh, I've gone for Triple H. And Joe? Stone Cold. Is it no, The Undertaker? It's Batista. Oh, fair oh. enough. <laughs> Number Undertakers, they've not won it twice from like 29. Undertaker was he's only won it once, and he Undertaker. Yeah, he? yeah. Fair enough. Um, who eliminated the most people in the first Rumble, Joe? Audrey the Giant. Jamie. Flair. Taran. Not in the first Rumble, Flair. Um, Big John Stud. No, it's the One Man Gang. Oh. <laughs> you guys are doing really well at this. Number four. Who lasted the longest in the 2020 Rumble? Taran. Drew McIntyre. Jamie. <laughs> I hope that's right, because I've also gone for Drew McIntyre. And Joe? Same Drew McIntyre. You can all have a point, it's Drew McIntyre. On the first one, you all put Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it's Drew McIntyre. I nearly put Brock Lesnar then as well, to be fair. Was that the one where Lesnar was the world champion yet entered the Rumble at number one? And he eliminated 13 people in one row. But yeah. then McIntyre eliminated him when he came in and... Last I just thought Drew McIntyre won it, so that's why I just went for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if in doubt, why not? Your question number five. Who has spent the longest accumulative time in a rumble? Jamie. Um, Randy Orton. Joe? Chris Jericho. Taron. Oh, I was I was thinking of either it's gotta be Kane or Triple H and I went with Triple H. No, it's it's Chris Jericho. And I double checked oh. it, he's it's still right with over five hours. To think about Jericho. Surely Orton's up there. He is, he's up there. Number six, what year's Rumble was the first to be featured in high definition, Jamie? Oh, eight. Taryn. I also went with 08, but I've got a feeling it's 07. Joe. I, I went really early, I went 2005. No, it's 2008. Oh, God, yeah. oh, happy days. 
Yeah. Number seven, when AJ and Bubba Ray Dudley made their debut in the Royal Rumble, what number did they debut at? Joe. 28. 28? Yeah. Okay. I think you went the other way. It was number three. It's number three. (laughs) It is number three. It is number three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number eight, which of these was not in the final four in 1992? Hogan, Don Morocco, Flair or Savage, Jamie? Flair. Taron. I also went with Flair. I don't think Flair made his Rumble debut until 93, I think. You said the same two years ago, and you're wrong. He went oh, off. And, God. And did Joe. I say the same then, did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got, Joe? Don Morocco. It is Don Morocco. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah no, did it... the same thing two years ago as well. So, was that the flair for the gold 92? Because I, I always think the flair for the gold rumbles 93. But it must yeah, when flair won it, and he said, this is the greatest moment of my professional life, basically, did that promo afterwards. It was when the title was on the line in the 92 bundle. Yeah. Oh, God. I'll get that wrong (laughs) till the day I die, honestly. In two years' time, when I rerun this quiz again, we'll see if we say the same again. And number nine, 1998, we had Rock, Austin, Shamrock, and Farouk. Joe. Farouk. Jamie. I've also got Farouk on that one. Taran. Uh, yeah, I bet it's Shamrock now. What I did for it. It's Shamrock, yeah. Yeah, if I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> and number 10, your 2019 Rumble, we've got Rollins, Andrade, Bala, Ziggler, Taron. Andrade. Jamie. I've got Rollins. Joe. Andrade. Nope, Finn Bala. <laughs> I think you guys have actually done worse than when I first did this. Yeah, show. I only got... Th- did I get four uh, last time? Because I only got three this time. Yeah, I got, got three this time. time. <laughs> I got all three. You've all... got three. It's the triple tie break. Okay, that's fine. So if you're all on... Well, actually, Joe's consistent because he had three last time as well. Um, but the tie break, and you, you all can keep shouting names at me until you get it right. We'll go in order. Um, okay. So there's somebody uh, basically the, the number of people it's taken to eliminate one person in a rumble this person ties the record for having seven people eliminate him in one rumble and nine people eliminate him in another rumble i need you to tell me who do they all gang up and eliminate we'll go in shaquille order. o'neal so that's jamie's pick and he's wrong <laughs> we'll go, we'll go he was in the greatest royal rumble weren't he he was oh, in yes, the andre was, the yeah. giant i think oh it's the andre the giant for god's sake <laughs> Joe, what's your pick? Uh, Big Show. Nope. Taron? Great Carly. Nope. Jamie? Awesome Kong. Nope. Joe? So Karma, sorry. That's what she called. Nope. Taron? Mark Henry? Nope. You're on the right lines, big people. Keep thinking big people. Uh, Jamie? Big Daddy V slash Viscera. Yes, Jamie Wynn. Oh, Big Daddy V! Big Daddy Ian! So he was Mabel colour, and he was Viscera. So he's eliminated as Mabel when it was nine and he was Viscera as seven. I didn't say Mabel. Mabel! I went Big Daddy V slash Viscera. I didn't say Mabel. You're right with Viscera because Viscera... A colour, a colour, a colour. <laughs> so Jamie gets the point. Extra bonus point. Who was his last manager? Oh, um, um, Armando Alejandro Estrada. No, Matt Stryker. Oh, God. <laughs> there we go. Right, so that's a point for Jamie on the quiz. So that 
gives him... Oh, Dan's on four, Jamie's on four, I'm on three, and Joe is on one. Bit what of catching the, up to uh, do pay, there, what Joe. What pay-per-view standings, Taryn? Because I didn't the hear pay that. The pay-per-view standings are... I am on 18 points, Danny's on 16, and you and Joe are tied on 15. Okay. So, not not much in it, to be honest. But, yes. Anyway, Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us on the socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Grapplecast Show. You can also find us wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Again, that's at Grapplecast Show. Lovely. I think we're having a week off next week, aren't we? I know I'm away, so I won't be here to record I'm and away. or edit. Prague. Jamie is away. Ooh. I'm in North Wales. So I love a bit of Prague. Make sure you go to the restaurant called Locale. We're Prague. only there for low calorie. I'm not we, going. We, yeah, we fly on the Wednesday, so you have a Levine in the evening, and then we come back on the Thursday. Oh, if you find the clock tower in Prague, behind the clock tower, there's a, a student bar where beers are like a quid as well so that's always good to remember he next to the astronomical clock yeah literally behind the clock, the clock, tower. The clock. okay it's in the tower yeah it's actually in the clock no, it is. all right it's called scout wicked right well enjoy enjoy the rattling for the next week everybody we will be back in a couple of weeks time then so not next week the week after and i believe that should be our backlash predictions and preview show maybe and draft discussion oh and draft discussion there we go can't wait Roman Reigns Smackdown to (laughs) Raw Jamie if you'd like to sign us off I don't even know if I remember how to do this it's been so long but I guess without further ado I bid you a good night and a goodbye ta guys bring the bell